Let's roll that d20. What did I get? Oh, oh your boy starting off strong with a big ol' one seven. I also got a one seven. Hey, oh, we may we may need to roll off 18. depending on Jesus. Oh, oh. Christ! Holy shit, Pat! Oh no, we're still <laughs> testing real quick. It's down to two die that I'm gonna use. I haven't decided <laughs> okay. which one yet. Let me just keep okay. rolling one die until I get this 18 one. or higher. No, I okay. test all of them, and then whichever <laughs> and then, one rolls and highest, rolls. and then I roll. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> that is a fatty four. <laughs> uh, I like that natty one fatty four. I'm a fan of that. That blows. Um, I'm yeah. gonna do my best here. It's gonna be pretty rough. So, last time, we uh, spent a lot of time talking about nothing, uh, and then also... Was it your first time playing d, &D? Last time, we did, like, fuck all. And we honestly <laughs> did do fuck all for most of it, because we couldn't figure out what we were supposed to do. That so, we're, we're, like, going up to fight the big baddie. And then none of What's our his name? moves. Emperor Kaiser. 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 Yeah. So we're going up to fight him, and then uh, none of our abilities are working on him, or we can't. We don't think we can do any damage to him. Uh, and then like Maeve starts flying all of a sudden. There was a whole bunch of stuff. So we decide like fuck that shit. We're gonna go back into the other time and discuss this. And in that other time, that is so poetic. We have this. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So in, in the other time zone, uh, we are discussing it all. And then um, what's what's his fucking name? Is it Arlen? Arlen? Yeah. Or, Arlen. or was it? No, it was Galagath. It was, was Galagath, yeah. but in the form of like an old, old man. Right. He's like, no, you guys have to go back. Uh, and, and, and then we, we. You all can make a difference. You just have to believe. He, he gave you guys a pep doc. So yeah, essentially, we wasted an entire session not knowing what the fuck to do. That wasn't wasting a whole session. We talked to we talked to the people in the tower. We learned some stuff. It was, well, it, there was we were having motion. We were building up to a hero moment. Is what it yeah. was. There's, there was and one now, thing, an important reveal that y'all seem to have forgotten. Yeah, that you yes. might be related to a god. <laughs> well, no, okay. Yes, but also the fact that Galagath was basically like the parts of three different gods, like split up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's stating that. Uh, oh yeah. What is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Chowder. I remembered. <laughs> the Empire wanted to split up Asmagath because they th saw it was like a threat to their ability to rule. Uh, so, and because they can't kill a god, they managed to split it into three, and those parts are Galagath, Lema. And Serafina. What's a man to a king? And all three of them are weak. What's a king to a god? They are. We just found out. You have done that What's recently. What's a god to a non-believer? <laughs> okay, I guess we're doing it deeper this time. Yeah, Matt, I just want to say thank you for pay paying attention. It's not that I wasn't paying attention. It's that I. it wasn't about me. Doesn't, Pat doesn't care. It wasn't care. about me. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's also think... not about me. It's I mean, it's kind of. It's your great, 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 yeah, I guess Locke Twice is probably removed. the least invested in the pantheon of the, of this world than any other character. So I guess I can't fault him for that. Just wait until Tony Lyons ascends. So we decided we're standing with Galagath. We just he convinced us that we can make a difference in this fight. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I don't know how we can just force Maeve to use wild magic. Yeah, well, it makes sense now. We may not be able to affect uh, Kaiser. 
But we can affect the things around him. We can affect the machinery. We could take down the whole tower if we need to. We can do it, gang. We just have to believe in ourselves and the power of friendship. Galgath says, hell yeah, friendship. And I raise up my staff and a little rainbow pops out of it. Friendship. Out, out of like this like decrepit skull's mouth, a rainbow yeah. comes out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, li okay. it's like literally vomiting <laughs> a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch that. It, uh, it's probably not good for you. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bait like holds out a crystal and says, all right, then I guess avoid the emperor let's take out the machine take out the tower question mark all right all right bones 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 and jones come here come 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 come. totally forgot about them i'm gonna call forward my weird shell of a human beings that are now children please don't teenagers i remember saying teenagers yes. same idea all right i'm going to give bones a big ass bag of caltrips and then i'm going to give jones the thieves candle which creates darkness and i'm going to give him like a little lighter in the other hand all right bones jones when we get in there it's going to be crazy what i need you to do is just you know just you know, just run around and play and I'm waiting for them to like reply in some fashion, but they're, I know they're not going uh, to. <laughs> I mean, they just kind of look at you slack-jawed. I mean, they obey every command you give them now. Why would they stop now? I guess. So you say yes, and they're just going to like nod their heads. All right, no, no, you're going to play with the cow traps, and you're going to put them right around where uh, the fancy man is like uh, doing his thing. And then you with that candle, you you need you want to be close to that man with that candle. And, you, and I'm just going to I'm going to actually light the candle for him, and he's going to get like ensconced in darkness. All right. Wait, did you yeah. just light the candle right next to all of us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're all ensconced in darkness. Well, it's it's. I think it's got a ten or twenty. Man, I love being ensconced. It's it's like a ten foot radius. I think. Ensconce me, daddy. All right. Assuming that works as a distraction, given this guy seems to have the ability to predict the future or read the past or whatever. Uh, how are the rest of us gonna blow up this fucking place? I'm hesitant to say let's do a spear to the machine, as Arlen described, because that didn't go great for existence. So. Uh, do if, we if just you, like we could, we could poof back in downstairs and just try to knock out the supports to the building? It's pretty. Um, if you, uh, there's a word on the tip of my tongue. How do I describe a building that's slowly falling apart? Broken. Um, Tower broken. of cards. Tower of cards. Um, uh, well, dilapidated. You, no, if, I like broken. If you can help, if you can help Bones and Jones make an adequate distraction, I could try and give the machinery, the eldritch machinery, a quick once over, and maybe I could find out more about it. I don't know if we really have time to investigate the machine so well, much Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's just go. Yeah, and uh, I, I am going to be a cool guy and cast invisibility on myself. Does anybody want to be invisible? Bait raises a hand. I do. Uh, everybody wants to be invisible. Okay, one second. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, if everybody wants to be invisible, I got to burn a fifth level spell. So just let me know. Oh, yikes. I, I do not want to be invisible. Or a fourth level right. spell. Sorry. I don't want to be invisible that bad. All right. Yes, you do. But I yeah. would like to be if invisible. Call, yeah, I, I, if Colt says this will exhaust him, Bait will be like, I guess I could just turn into a small animal. All right. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have my big dragonborn friend, and I will, I will cast invisibility on us. Yes. It's, it's just regular invisibility. It's not like the enhanced kind. So when you attack or if you attack, it will drop. That's like, I don't want to be invisible, but you should make me invisible. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's let's fucking do this thing. Well, um, let's get wild. You heard her. Let's get wild. 
and then pulls out a crystal, I'm just gonna burn a uh, first level spell slot to teleport us all back, including Bones and Jones. And I'm gonna position myself toward the door to this room so that Bones and Jones are closer to where we know Kaiser to be. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were gonna say so you can make a run for it, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's also in character. You don't know yet. Uh, but I'm going to position myself closer to the door to the room. Uh, anybody, I imagine everybody else should probably position accordingly. Yeah, I'm going to kind of position myself away from Bones and Jones so I'm not ensconced in darkness. I will do the same since I'm already invisible. I'll just stay where right. I am. I don't know where I am, but I'll just stay there. <laughs> All right. Better hope Chowder doesn't use that as a reason to fuck you over in about five seconds. Uh, I mean, it just bait. adds to the story. <laughs> bait pops the crystal. Once you pop, you just can't stop. I really can't. As you return to the past, you hear Galagat say, Good luck. I know you can do it. You're in the past. Anyone who's invisible is uh, invisible in the past. And, uh, you know, sees the flash. And, uh, you know, there's two not zombies, question mark. Uh, Bones, Jones, raise hell. So Bones and Jones do as you planned. Uh, Bones throws out some caltrips. Jones gets up in his face and then creates like a sphere of darkness. Kaiser is caught surprised by the darkness. He he can't see right now. What the hell? Are we in an initiative order or should we roll an initiative? I don't really know. I'm going to say everyone start rolling initiative. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. want to underestimate the firepower of this fully armed and operational Bones and Jones. Uh, that's a fatty five. I'm going to say you get a surprise round, by the way. So. Oh, that. Oh, shit. I rolled a nice. 19. I think that's the best I've ever rolled on an initiative. <laughs> like in this campaign or ever? Like ever. Well, ever in this campaign. <laughs> Uh, it's that uh, turns into a, a 20 a dirty 20 i have an 8 i have an 11 i got a dirty 20 boo oh roll off uh it, my dex is a plus 1 i don't know what god king's dex is that might roll be higher off. than mine who fucking cares roll off you know what uh, yeah i'm going to say roll off uh, i rolled a 2 <laughs> <laughs> okay i i uh, i beat yours but uh, yeah. you know again surprise <laughs> you get you get your surprise round first so you win some you lose some <laughs> So you guys get to move first. Yes. I will. Uh, so how far away am I from like the this kind of Eldritch machinery console thingamajiggy? I am going to say 20 feet. All right. I will spend my movement getting over there and I will, uh, I guess, spend my action trying to like figure out anything about how it works or how you stop it or if there's like a way to break it without necessarily blowing it up, you know, trying to figure it out a little. Okay. Uh, roll. Arcana? Yes, Arcana. Yes, Arcana. That's uh, so a total of 21. Wow, you rolled like garbage. Okay. <laughs> Man. You sound like you were rolling garbage, <laughs> but all right. Uh, total of 21. Uh, it's not great for me. <laughs> so you're observing the machinery and uh, breaking it while it is active will set off the chain of events that caused all this to go down. First, uh, depowering it and turning it off, then destroying it may give you better results. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Is it obvious or at least semi-obvious how to turn it off? There is a multi-step process. 
because we are talking about unstable magic. Too ma much to ask for for a big red button that says turn off. God. Or e there should be an e brake on this thing, an emergency. Uh, emergency we already stop. got a big red button in the gin room. I yeah. feel like we burned it then. You just know? Cult, just unplug it. Yeah, just unplug just it. out of the wall. <laughs> unplug and plug back in. So I probably won't be able to do it on this turn, but do I have a, a, like an inkling of how that process would go, or do I, am I just going to have to like wing it? <laughs> okay, so the inkling you're having is that this is kind of a multi step process where you got to like mm -hmm. gradually depower the machine. Like pulling the plug, as it were, would just uh, leave a bunch of energy without a direction to go. Okay, I get you. So uh, uh, that's fine. I, I probably won't be able to do any. Think like a nuclear power plant. You know, you, you can't just like turn that shit. You gotta scram yeah. it you, to do a safely turn down. Yeah. Um. So I, pro I I assume I won't be able to do anything starting that this turn, correct? Correct. Like this all is right, you I, like just like going around uh, observing all the shit. Like, okay, uh, this does this, this goes here. Uh, Blue wire, red wire, and that kind of shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I'm, I will begin the shutdown sequence as best I can on the next turn. I take a quick look behind me. How close is, uh, is Kingman near me? Uh, let's see. You can't really see him because there's like a ball of darkness, but mm -hmm. like... But is that like close by or far away? <laughs> I guess the edges of the ball of darkness are like five feet from you. Okay, so pretty close, I, pretty close. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I don't want to take up any more time. Uh, somebody else can go. Would I be able to help Colt? do stuff like can i go over there and have him tell me what to do and then start to dismantle it or would that take another turn well one you talking is reaction you can like communicate with cult and uh you know he can uh uh direct you to do stuff because it's not just like pressing buttons but like uh, actually like getting hands on with the machinery running up mm -hmm. to this thing and like pulling on that thing kind of stuff uh, pulling okay. that kind of rod and that kind of stuff. Yep. So yeah, I will. I will uh, go attempt to help him start this shutdown sequence. I do have a crowbar on my person if needed. <laughs> you know, for the delicate procedure of turning this nuclear reactor off, I do have crowbar. Do I need to roll anything? Oh well, I was gonna say that. Uh, uh you. Uh, one thing you know that needs to be done is that, like, you know, there are three prongs. Uh, that. Uh, shoot energy towards the center so like uh what's uh, what someone's gonna have to do is like run up to each prong and like pry it open and like pull pull out like a energy source pry open you say yeah that's actually yeah I, I, i'm gonna i'll explain that so there's three there's three prongs that are directing arcane energy into the center of this if you misalign them and or possibly break them a little it will help to dissipate the magic okay i will run over to whichever one is closest and use my crowbar to try to pry it open all right make a strength strength check if i fuck this up that'll be very hilarious Nah, one we all die <laughs> Just, just don't think about it. Is there any chance I could get advantage for using a crowbar? It does give advantage for strength bakes checks uh, for prying something open. <laughs> I think, right? That, that doesn't sound mad up. It does grant advantage to strength checks where the crowbar's leverage can be applied. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, you know what? Okay. You, you got it. You got your advantage. Was, I rolled a three on the last one, so that would have only been an 11 total. And we got it at 20. <laughs> No. That's <laughs> one hey. All right, uh you That's like uh, take the crowbar and you just like uh instead of like prying it open you swing it and it just like 
uh, opens exactly what you uh, what you need it to open. At the center, you see a crystal. It is actually not that dissimilar to ooh, the stuff you were seeing, to the crystals you were seeing in the present. It is faint, uh, glowing with energy, and like, and you can just kind of feel the same sensation as like when you like guys were like time traveling and shit. Next up is Maeve. Okay, so because of this like big ball of darkiness, I can't see the two weird zombie guys, and I can't see the king guy like at all, right? Right. Because it's magical darkness, and I can't see through that. Can I see Locke and Bait? Uh, Bait would be pretty far back in the room by the door, so I imagine yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you can you can see Locke and Bait. Yes. Cool. Um, I'm gonna be like, um, okay, let's let's do this. I'm going to twin cast haste on the both of you. Hell yes. Uh, and that will double your speed, give you guys plus two bonuses to AC, advantage on deck saves, and you gain an additional action on each of your turns. Uh, it can only be used to attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. Oh shit! Uh, who all got that? Sorry, lock and bait. Uh, I'm still invisible. So I have to. I have to be able to see it. Yeah. Um, oh, well, actually, shit. no. If you attacked with your with I the didn't crowbar, attack anybody. I just made a. Strength. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't attack. He just did a strength check. But that's still. I feel like Locke is so strong that anytime he touches something, it could be called an attack. And I can't see call anyways because yeah. he's also invisible. Also, I'm also right? busy. Fuck it. I'm well, casting he... it on myself and bait. Hell yes. Bones Jones. <laughs> They can't, can't see, see them. them. Can't, can't be seen. <laughs> They're in the the ensconced. I girl bossed myself too close to the sun. You you gaslighted, gr- gatekeeped, and girl bossed a little too hard there, brother. I, did. I think you mi- did use the wrong tense for all three of them. I a hundred percent did. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a time travel epic. So what's we gonna do? It's all timey wimey. I'm being funny. That's fair. Maybe do you do anything else with your turn after haste? I literally can't do anyone else except myself and bait. So to help, Correct. I'm yep. going to do that. I mean, unless for some reason standing next to this crystal would cause my invisibility to go away. I just don't see how it would. Not not really, right. no. I'm fast as fuck. It's okay. I'm faster now. Uh, that's my turn. All right, bait, what do you do? So how I, well, how does this modify my movement? Uh, does it double it or just doubled. add a Just flat? doubled. Awesome, cool. So Bait is going to turn and try to run down the stairs. If I recall, this is sort of like a spiral, um, spiral staircase sort of deal. Um, how far would it be for me to go down a single floor? Or is that even an option? I guess you, there's nothing stopping you from going down stairs. Yeah, how long would it take you to go down a floor? Accept your own clumsiness. True. Because I have 60 feet of movement. If you have... Okay. Uh, Yeah. 60 feet would be enough to go downstairs. Upon entering the floor beneath the one where all the action is happening, a uh, quick scan of the room, and I can roll perception if you need. Um, but I just want to look at the room. Are there any particular... I guess what do I see? Can you describe the room beneath the action happening for me? Uh, all right, you're seeing like giant wires. Well, like we are talking wires as thick as columns. Speaking of columns, there are in fact support structures because this is a tower and like, yep. you know, you need like a columns yeah. to like keep this thing together. And uh, we are talking like 10 columns that are like going 
up up and down. Okay. With like wires wrapped around these Wires columns. around them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are the columns made of? Seems to be some sort of stone object. Gotcha. So I have run down the stairs, uh, however much distance you're going to say that is, but just factoring that in, um, I'm assuming uh, this might have totally been in my head, but I'm guessing that Kaiser was kind of at like the far side of the room from the door. Yeah, far side of the room from the door. Like it, okay. the, the way it was upstairs, it's like you got the door. Uh, mm-hmm. 30-ish feet from that is the console. And then okay. like, uh, you know, you got the three prongs that are like each 20 feet away from each other in a radius. And like they're in that circle of prongs is like uh, away from the console. Yeah. Okay. Do I have enough movement left? Because uh, basically all I've done is go down a single story flight of stairs. Do I have enough movement to get to the point of the room underneath where Kaiser was last standing that I knew? Uh, that is a good question. I'm going to say no, because because this is like a spiral staircase. You did actually like walk a whole 60 feet to like get downstairs. Okay. Well, I'm going to use another benefit of haste and cast and uh, use take the dash action in addition to my regular action and sprint across the room underneath where Kaiser would be. And I'm going to touch the column closest to where I believe he is. And I'm going to cast stone shape on the column to alter five feet of this column into the shape of, hmm, what am I going to do? I'm just gonna turn it into a little sculpture of a butterfly. Not Danbury? Not, (laughs) I'm not not in as celebratory as a mood as as you might think, Uh, but I turn it into a sculpture of a little butterfly, but this does in fact destroy the column uh, effectively because now five feet of it are missing and a butterfly, so it is now (laughs) discontinuous. Yeah, it, yep, makes sense. Like, uh, while it's not like crumbling down, yet because like mm-hmm. the other columns are able to like yes. keep up the weight if you you know do this to more columns it yeah. will uh, collapse as it were yeah oh boy if only i had the spell slots to make this the entire thing okay but yeah that is my whole turn i sprint down the stairs i frantically look around run across the room and i destroy one of the columns turning it into a butterfly and i guess the floor does whatever creaking or sagging or movement uh, you feel is most appropriate and that's my turn okay uh I guess top of the order, we're going with uh, Emperor Kaiser, and uh, uh, and like uh, he, like he is like fucking frustrated, like ah, and like uh, you hear like a spell being cast. You can't see what the spell is, but it when you hear it go off, you hear like a a huge like crack as like a sonic boom goes off. Uh, the spell he had casted was. Pulse wave. You create an intense pressure, unleash it in a 30-foot cone, and decide where the pressure pulls or pushes the creatures and objects. Each creature in that cone must make up a constitution save, and he is using it on like uh, Jones and Bones. Oh, that's cruel. Uh, mm-hmm. One second. Yeah. Let me. Let me. Give, let me. Well, do. nobody think of the children. <laughs> think of the, my weird children. All right. Let me look up. Uh, they were zombies at this point. So let me look. Chowder, is this also going to reach me since I'm also on that same level as them? No, he can't. He, you're not caught in that because okay. he just doesn't. Bones is 13 or no. Bones is 15. Jones is a staggering 17. So uh, fun fact. The spell save. Si- 
DC is 18. Ooh, so they both fail. Uh, what's the what's the dammy on that? 66 force damage on a fail save. So, oh my uh, god. All right, go, go ahead and roll it. Go ahead and roll it. There's a potential for life here. Come on. 25. I was going to say, I was going to say, if they were lesser zombies, they would be dead, but they have my, uh, they have my wizard level additional to their HP. So they are both currently alive. Just hey. barely. <laughs> How much HP? So they come standard with 22 and then I am a ninth level wizard. So they have 31 hit points reduced down from 25. So they got six hit points left. All right. Uh, uh, you see him like uh, try, uh, then using his uh, movement to like try to get out of the uh, sphere of darkness. And how do caltrips work exactly? <laughs> there, it's like covering the floor in Lego. Yeah, it makes it makes it painful. So you can spread out caltrips. I gave him, a, I guess, a single bag. So it uh, it's probably within like a five foot square area around him. When they enter the area or move out of the area, they must succeed on a DC 15 dexterity saving throw or stop moving and take one piercing damage. <laughs> Until the creature regains at least one hit point, its walking speed is reduced by 10 feet. A creature moving through an area at half speed doesn't need to make the saving throw, but he might not know that they're there because he's blinded. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, I mean, we don't know that. I guess that's true. Let's see. Come on. He got 13. And uh, so he does. So he actually cannot move outside the sphere of darkness. You hear like uh, roars of anger. Uh, oh, I stepped out of one by two. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sir's, sir's uh, uh, velvet slippers were pierced by a rusty barb. <laughs> <laughs> Until he heals himself or somehow other regains at least one hit point, his walking speed is reduced by 10 feet. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that is very much his turn. Uh, next up is <laughs> next up is Kalt. So, Kalt, uh, on top of, like, three prongs, you know, you got to, like, gradually, like, power down the machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, can can I start to gradually power down the machine while two of the prongs... Well, I guess all of them are still operational, or do I need to focus on the prongs? Can, I, can we be doing both at the same time? Yeah, yeah, you can, you can be doing both at the same time. All right, uh, I will uh, make an attempt to uh, start to lower the power level. All right, make an intelligence sarcana. Uh, 24. All right, you succeed. So you start to like power down like the uh, crystal that like uh, Locke is looking at right now. You know, uh, Locke, what you see is like, you know, what was like a glowing crystal is now like, like dimming and you now have the ability to like rip it out because, you know, you weren't able to touch it while it's like, fucking hot with magic. Oh yeah, give me that hot magic. That's what a lot of people wrote in my uh, high school yearbook. Fucking hot with magic. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's a that's a that's a big fat lie. Fucking hot with magic. Anyway. Yeah, next up is luck. Uh, okay, so I'm going to pull out that crystal and then I guess try to move over to the next one. Alright, you pull out that crystal and what do you choose to do with the crystal anyways? Like throw it aside put it in nature's pocket uh, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna put it in my bag or whatever i don't i don't want to break it okay i should note that this crystal is actually like really 
big. He does have the cargo vest of holding, doesn't he? That is true. You said it was similar to the crystals we had seen before, so I thought it was like. Is it like fist sized? Is it head sized? Like, does it fit in the cargo vest of holding? Yeah, it does not fit in the cargo vest of holding. We are talking like mm. five feet of crystal here. Oh shit! Like, okay, oh, I was gonna say, whoa. put it up. Wow, you okay. can always put it in your keister, but that sounds like an impressive <laughs> feat. <laughs> Lock, lock, do uh, you have five feet of room in your butthole? Can I go ahead and say no? In the present, you are seeing crystals of all different sizes. Many of them like yeah, yeah, big, yeah. but 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 yeah, yeah, no, we're talking like five feet of crystal. This is more of an observational thing. Does it in fact look exactly like the crystals we've been using to go backwards and forwards <gasps> in time? Yes. Because we could take it out of play by putting it in the future. Holy shit, you're a- Well, yeah, but how do we put it in the future without one of us going with it? You know, that's what I mean. You put it in the future and then you pop right back. We all have crystals. Yeah, but it's gonna take some time to do that. I would you just imagine... know it's cantrip. You cast a cantrip into it. That's one action and then you pop back. Right, that's an action. It takes turns, so it'll like affect rounds in combat, but Cult has single-handedly like Acme fly-trapped the Roadrunner, so. All right, well, I guess then sure. I will I will try to go into the future with if, it. If you want, uh, that was just my idea. I can we we can role play. Well, I would maybe want to whisper this. I, I would no, never mind because I don't want I don't want King Boy to never to know about it. That's uh, so complicated. So many things to think about. I mean, I don't yeah. think whispering will work because we are like talking about like a roaring freaking machine and like. Yeah, people yelling and fighting going on. I was thinking, oh, I could message, but that's like message is an action. So I'd have to do that on my turn. I mean, you, you can yell it and like, you know, Locke will hear, hear you. I'll let, I'll let Pat figure it out. It's Pat's turn. Yeah, for all we know, Kaiser can't time travel, but I guess we don't know that for sure. Locke would not figure any of that out. Like, I'm just going to 100% say he is not smart enough to figure that out. So I guess <laughs> if it's too big for me to hide somewhere, uh... <laughs> Is there... <laughs> There's one place we haven't tried yet. I'm not putting it in my butthole. Have you checked your butt? I have checked it. I'm not going to put anything out there anyway. Um, I guess I will just leave it on the ground and then go to the next one then. You toss aside and move on to the next one. That'll be your turn. Do I get to the next one? Just You You do get to the next okay. one, yes. Yeah, they're only like 20 feet apart. All right, next up is Maeve. Uh, I take the dodge action because uh, since I'm concentrating on haste, I can't do much else. And also because I can't see shit. Uh, that's my turn. I mean, you have the move speed. Do you just want to... I I could jog in place. I don't know what else I'm going to do, though. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, we have big room. We got stairs. Bates downstairs. Can, can I take the dodge action twice wait, since I have two actions? <laughs> <laughs> you could hide. You could hide and dodge. I, that, I don't think that would do much... Can you dash and dodge? Dash and dodge. I could dash, run in place more, and then dodge. Hang on, guys. Got to get some quick cardio in. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Anyway, that's my turn. <laughs> All right. Um, bait is downstairs underneath the floor. So since I cast the spell, caltrips have been deployed, and the, the emperor has stepped on them. Am I able to, like, hear his location with that sort of clunking around? Am I able to, like, determine if I am still directly under him? Like, you you hear, like, him yelling, ah! and, uh, 
So, like, you can actually, like, locate where he is by his... Okay, uh, is he directly above me from, like, column I just destroyed? Or, like, where would he be in relation? Uh, north, I guess. Yeah. Is there another column closer to where he's standing now? Yes. Uh, yes, there is. There's I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to run over there, do another statue. This one, I'm going to do a little caterpillar. I'm going to turn the turn the thing into a caterpillar, destroy the column, any wires around it. going to go slack or whatever. Uh, and I'm just going to gauge what that does to the floor above me. How does that... What kind of reaction in the environment do I see when I destroy another another boy ground below you and the floor above you is uh actually like sagging seems like one more column and like it'll cause the collapse you are looking for bait yells this is incredibly convenient feedback uh yeah and uh i would like to say if you uh turn the other column into like a cocoon that would be pretty on theme I think that'd be pretty neat. Butterfly, caterpillar. Yeah, Bait is really thinking thinking about tonal continuity more than anything right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> High on the list of priorities. Anyways, back to the top. So, uh, first he makes an attack on one of the zombies. You can't see, but he hits. All right, so their AC is eight. So what is the total damage? The total damage is... Can we hear, like, in what manner of form he's attacking? Like, is it, does it sound like there's metal clashing, like a sword? Does it sound like magic is being used? Like, what, what do we hear? Yeah, what, is he punching him to death? Punch wizard. Well, one, he does, like, 12 points of damage, so there's All that. Right, I need uh, to roll. Is it, is it radiant? It's not radiant damage. All right, unfortunately, my zombie is dead. <laughs> <laughs> if they, if they have a heart you, if you can if they go to zero hit points they have a d if you have to roll a saving throw for them dc5 plus the damage taken so there is a chance that they can like live but a four does not gut it so the zombie that was like holding the candle you see him like fly across the air uh the darkness dissipates around him and you, you see that like what he had done was like uh just swat him away like he was a fly and then you see that he's like starting to charge up the beginnings of like a really big spell. Not like that. You see a rift open up above his head and you see stars. If it's a meteor swarm, I think we're all dead guys. Bait is downstairs. <laughs> I guess I should have gone to the future. So And with a crack of thunder, we roll into the breakaway. Hello. Thank you so much for listening to Dicey Waters Chapter 67, One for the Road. Uh, I am Colin. You've been hearing my voice a lot, but you're going to hear it uh, all on its own for a couple minutes as I zip through some housekeeping and news stuff uh, here in the finale of Meant to Be. Chowder's adventure was incredibly ambitious from the start and only got more and more so. This has been... Not only our longest, but without a doubt, our most narratively complicated, lore complicated, editing complicated thing we've ever done. And it has only grown more and more so as it comes along. And I think that while it has given us an unexpectedly lengthy adventure, it's given us maybe our richest one yet. I'm, I'm very excited with the improvements we made to the show and the things that we've learned um, and the crazy-ass story that Chowder has decided to tell. And you finally get to experience how it all wraps up. After 
I say a couple quick things. I want to focus a little bit on our Patreon uh, because we've been seeing a little bit of growth there, which is great. It allows us to do new things with the show, pay for sound effects, pay for hosting, pay for storage, make it easier to move things around. All, all around, it, all the money that goes into Patreon either goes to charity or to improving the show or to advertising the show. And uh, I would like to shout out, first, before I go into some of the content, I'd love to shout out Thomas Dowie, most recent joiner of our Patreon, uh, showing up to help make the show even better every single month. And if you would like to join Thomas, get a shout out here on the podcast and help improve it, DicePopuli.com, our Patreon link is right there, nice and easy. We only ask for stuff at the two to five dollar levels. Uh, at level five, obviously, you get entrenched. A new episode of which is on the way very soon. Uh, but other than that, I have some content that I want to talk about that's going to be available for everyone related to Dice Populi. First, I did just put out a little five minute behind the scenes video of the animations that I made last year. The video is rather personally embarrassing. I don't know if that intrigues you, but it would intrigue me. Uh, but you get to see how that video is made and how I may eventually make some more. I've got some thoughts on how I might be able to crank those out in a way that is uh, good for everybody. But that video is up for patrons right now. Uh, additionally, as this is the final episode of the season, uh, sorry, not just, not. Additionally, as this is the final episode of the Meant to Be Adventure, uh, I'm going to release something that I like to call Unhinged, which is a collection of outtakes, bloopers, and too hot for TV clips uh, that did not make it into our episodes or post credits. It's about a half hour of, of goofs and gaffs that I think you're really going to enjoy. That should be coming out in about a week. Uh, after that, I will also be putting out some director's commentaries on this exact episode. It was very big and complicated, pretty different than the last uh, commentary episode I did, which was a clusterfuck. This one, I think, went well, and I would love to talk about why that is. Um, finally, I think we are also planning our fifth Wednesday, which is going to be a question and answer with Chowder. We love doing these Q&As, but usually we take questions submitted ahead of time. Not so if you are a patron, because you can join the conversation as it happens. We're going to be having a live session, we'll announce the date soon, where you can actually join us and type stuff into a chat, ask us questions, make comments, make fun of us, we'll read your messages on the air and have an interactive discussion. So that way we're not leaving anything on the cutting room floor. We are getting a full fleshed out conversation that we know our fans want to have. Uh, in our community, we are so thrilled anytime we get to engage with you directly. So if any of this stuff that I've mentioned, the videos, the extra stuff, the behind the scenes, or the Q&A, if any of that is exciting to you or interesting, join our Patreon. I also want to give a shout out to our current uh, community project. The, the community dungeon is still underway. If you have an idea for an encounter in D&D that you would like to see us publish in a PDF, you can submit it on DicePopuli.com. Go to the community page. There's a link right there. Uh, and I also just want to throw out, some people are like getting in their heads about how they want to plan stuff. If you've ever made homebrew content or an adventure of your own before, you can just recycle something from that. The more we have, the better this final product is going to be. It's free. We're not making any money off of this. We just want to put together a really cool project for everyone at the end of the season. We may even run it ourselves in content down the road. Lastly, I do not want to spoil anything that happens in the back half of this episode, but I do feel a responsibility to let you know what is coming up after, because I have been pretty cagey about what exactly the next few episodes are going to be. 
The next three episodes are going to be prologues, exploring the lives of Locke, Maeve, and Colt before they were stranded together at Farpoint. Part prequel, part something else. I think you will enjoy what these have to offer. I put a lot of work into them. They are all recorded. I think they're all super fun and super funny. Um, and we'll give you details and answers to questions that maybe you've been hankering for this whole dang time. So those prologue episodes are coming up next, and those will round out Season of the Origins. Before we launch into the final adventure, I will give you more details on that as we approach. But as we get to that point, every time we start a new adventure, and it's been a long time since we've done that, it's a great jumping on point for new listeners. If you've been waiting for a good point to get somebody on board instead of having them binge through stuff, We'll update our recap episode and make it easy for anyone to start at the beginning or dive in at the start of the next adventure, whose name I almost accidentally just said out loud. You're not getting any secrets from me, though, because the path we are going to walk in that adventure is laid here in the next 30 minutes. So why don't you join me, huh? Meant to be has been a long one, but how about one more for the road? Next up is Cult. All right, I will continue the power down sequence. All right, roll for it. Do you also want to cast a message to give Locke the idea? So that's that's a good question. So Chowder, if I were to disappear that crystal into another dimension or into the future, do I think that would like stop this thing from working? Like, would it be impossible for him to do this thing at this moment? So like uh, he would be able to pull out the two crystals, but he wouldn't be able to pull off one crystal. Okay. Yeah. So getting rid of one is one step towards it. Mm. I will. Um, I will. I. You know what? I will. I will. Uh, like move past the. I will. I'll go towards Locke's direction, like where the crystal is. I don't know the exact movements and lengths, but I'll get as close to Locke as I can and try to uh, tell him what my plan is. Like. We have to get rid of these crystals. I'm going to take this into the future. You should take yours into the future as well. And I'm I'm going to run up to it, and I'm going to cast a cantrip in it, taking me to the future with the big-ass crystal. You're taking the one that Locke just uh, threw yeah, to the ground. The, the one that he yeah, threw okay, to the okay, ground, yeah, yeah the, the available. Yeah. And I'm just telling him when he gets to the point of releasing that one, he should take it to the future too. Okay, yeah. We have to go back to the future. All right, you run up to that, you cast your cantrip, you uh, go back to the future. Uh, you, uh, you know, in a flash of light, you're back in the present. You're holding a big ass crystal and you see Galagath, uh, looking at you and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Galgath is like, back so soon. Uh, could you watch this for me? <laughs> uh, sh sure, sure. And like, he like, uh, you like hand him the crystal and he like, oh, whoa, he like heaves over because in like his old man shape and thousands of years in like this machine, he's like weak. So he's like, oh, and uh, yeah, you are currently in the present right now. I mean, you could, I don't know how gods work. If you want to like eat it or like I'm going to squint <laughs> at him, like put it up your butt. You can like, it's, I don't mind. It's I'm just trying to get it away from the past. All right. Uh, next, next up is Locke. Yeah. So I will, I will try to pry open the 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 one that I'm in front of with my crowbar. It's kind of like a crunchy one. All right. Roll with advantage on strength. Yeah. Uh, that is a twenty-four. You you succeed. You uh, you like pry it open and like there's like a crystal glowing with energy. Uh, uh and uh. 
you know, because you didn't have to move, I will let you like actually like yank the crystal out. Hell yeah, brother. It should be noted that like you will take damage because it hasn't been powered down yet. Hmm. Oh shit, is that gonna bork the whole thing? Mm, do I have the the knowledge to know that it's not going to be a lot of damage or do I have zero idea how much this is going to hurt? This is going to hurt like a motherfucker. You're not sure how much damage it'll actually do. Probably not non-lethal. Probably. Probably non-lethal. Give me one second. That's encouraging. I am going to do the thing. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to take it out. What kind of damage is it? Force damage. Okay. <laughs> were you hoping that you were immune? Absorb elements. Absorb elements does not work on force damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was hoping it would be like lightning damage or something. And like, fire, yeah. It's like hot. Well, no, because I'm not a fire dragon. How many times do I have to explain well, you said that I am a lightning oh, dragon? There, there is a spell called absorb elements. Well, yes, I have that. But also, it, it could be acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder for that. Ah, ha, ha. Anyway, I grabbed the bitch. Jesus. <laughs> I do not like that phrasing. Well, that's because you're a bitch, Colin. You don't like getting grabbed. Mm. All, right. All right. You grab the bitch and you get... <laughs> that sounds like a lot of dice. Two sixes and two four. That is uh, damage. There. That's 20. <laughs> yep. Okay. You take uh, 20 damage, but you do successfully like rip this crystal out and uh, you got like a big ass crystal in your hands now. Coolio. It would be an action to then take that crystal to the future. It would be an action to take that crystal to the future. Action surge, baby. We're casting a spell. <laughs> uh, I will cast a cantrip and then go. I love how ready Pat was to yell action <laughs> surge as loud as he could. I activate my trap card. And I guess I will also, for the shiggles of it, take my second wind. <laughs> pot of greed. <laughs> it allows me to draw another pot of greed. Where is my D10? That's an eight. That's a 10. Let's go. Uh, I get 18 hit points back, so I only took two. And now I'm in the future. Hmm. So, and you come back, uh, Razum so like, you could put that here. But, oh, hey, oh, hey, lock. <laughs> I would imagine that, like, even though I healed myself, I still have the appearance of just been dealt 20 damage. You you are, like, covered in soot. Yeah. Like, black smoke coming off you. Oh, whoa, what happened to you, man? Says Galakad. Cut to the past, and you... Emperor Kaiser says, No! I need those! <laughs> he hears muffled through the floor, Yeah, we know! <laughs> those are my things! You can't take my things! <laughs> I need my tools! <laughs> All right, next up is Maeve. What do you do? Okay. Um, is the candle lying on the ground? The candle is lying on the ground, yeah. Like, when he knocked the zombie, he knocked the zombie, like, 10 feet away from him, and the candle flew further than that, so I'm going to say, like, 15 feet from you for ease, ease of understanding. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Misty Step to jump behind the emperor over to where the machine is and where I might find um, another crystal hidden inside. Wait, so jump behind the emperor? Yes. So it should be noted that like the prongs are like further away from him like and the console's like 10 feet away from him. So okay. he's like, shh. Maeve's got all that speed though. I have 60 feet of speed and I have mm -hmm. several actions to take so okay. either way I would like to cast Misty Step to kind of just I, I poof behind him just cause I can poof. Uh, you poof behind him and uh, 
yeah, I'm cashing in uh, Tide of Chaos. Wild magic goes off because you got close to him. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Okay. Oh. All right, Shatter. Uh, roll D100. Let's see what the fuck I got. 30. That actually. Wait, that sounds for me. That might be. Is that fireball? No, no. Seven is fireball. Seven or eight. I know that for a fact. Okay. Oh. Uh, 37. One uh, D6 flumps controlled by the DM appear in unoccupied spaces within 60 feet of you and are frightened of you. Wait, wait, I roll 1d6 of flump. What are flumps? They're airborne jellyfish. They're like one of the only good creatures in the Underdark. In theme with uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, I cast Scapegoat. Oh my fucking you god. Yes, basically. <laughs> I'm rolling for those. You get six flumps. Hell yeah. Oh my god. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> maximum flump. You, you get maximum flumps coming in and uh uh, you can actually see that the flumps are looking at Kaiser like they are about to start shit with him. And uh, so you do the rest of your turn. Uh, you you run over to that prong and can you do anything else? I still have two actions. So I have my regular and my hasted one. So with one action, I'd like to try to... I had to like pry something open, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not as strong as Locke, but I'd like to try and give the appearance of helping, even though no one can really see except for the flumps. But they look like judgmental fucks anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they are kind of judgmental, that is true. Roll strength. This is just a strength check? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 12 minus 1. You don't succeed. Uh, your little child arms I'm just- I'm going to use my second action to try again. <laughs> okay, yeah. Use your second action to try again. That is a 7 minus 1. <laughs> <laughs> your your little child blowing. arms just can't open this fucking panel, man. Fuck. What? Why, uh, why, won't, why won't these open? They make it look so easy. That's your turn. Uh, next up is bait. Um, I am going to... Uh, I'm still under haste, correct, Matt? Hell yeah. I'm going to zip zap over to the third column uh, that I believe would al- cause the floor to collapse under the weight of the boy. Um, uh, oh, I don't know. The flumps are there. That's fun. Uh, I'm going to uh, cast... Crap, where is it? Stone shape one last time to turn this uh, uh, stone column into an empty cocoon that has been splayed open, uh, completing the imagery of the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. And I'm going to then sort of skirt my way out from under the floor I have weakened. Wait a second to see if anything starts to happen. The floor above you starts to collapse and what and what you see is like Maeve and like anyone upstairs would be seeing is like the floor is like uh caving down and like uh Kaiser and uh one of the zombies I forget whether it was Jones or Bones it like falling through the ground it's and like the hole like grows bigger and like the uh panel is like hanging 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 on the edge right now or like the control panel is like- As the collapse begins and I notice that my plan is working, I'm going to cast Misty Step to try to teleport back to the floor above, um, directly above wherever I am outside the hole, just to avoid being crushed by anything of my own making. Okay, okay yeah, you do just that. Uh, and like, uh, yeah, this is like setting off a sort of domino effect where like other, other columns are like starting to break. The whole building hasn't collapsed, but like it very much uh, will give it enough time. 
you see like Kaiser's spell like oh yeah I'm just seeing the stars in the ceiling for the first time aren't I yeah and you see like uh, the stars in the ceiling and you also see the flumps the flumps like uh, follow and like chase down ap after <laughs> after uh, Kaiser <laughs> Bane is so confused right now <laughs> yeah yeah you know dust and debris is flying uh, flying everywhere like I said this building is will collapse in time you can speed it up if you want. Up to you. Anyways, yeah. Uh, um, so I still have a little bit of time left on my turn. Um, real quick, uh, looking around, um, I see the flumps. I see the hole. I see the stars in the ceiling. Do I know what that is? Would Bait know what that is? I feel like that this is a spell. Oh, no. You, I get, you know what? Uh, I say roll Arcana. Roll, roll a uh, Will this be an action for me to roll this check or or no? This will not be an action. This is just like you going, what is that? You Ooh, know? That's cost. Uh, I just rolled it onto my trackpad. That's not good. Uh, ah, that's a 19 plus three. Oh my God. I never do good on these. That's a, that's a fucking 22 total baby. As I look up into the stars, I got to make sure I didn't break my fucking trackpad. The spell is crown of stars. Seven star-like oh. motes of light appear and orbit your head until the spell ends. You can use bonus action to send one of the motes streaking towards one creature or object within 120 feet of you. When you do so, make a ranged spell attack. On hit, the target takes 4d12 of damage. Holy shit. Whether you hit or miss, the mote is expended. The spell ends early if you expend the last mote. If you have four or more motes remaining, they shed bright light in a 30-foot radius. But yeah. Crown of Stars is the spell he was. Yeah. So Bait, upon appearing upstairs, momentarily confused by the flumps, looks up and is concerned about what's uh, about that spell and how much harm it could do. Looks around the room, sees that Locke and Colt are gone, and that Maeve is struggling with the um, with the last thing. Uh, Bait is super concerned about these stars hitting Maeve. Uh, and the fact that she is occupied with this very dangerous object. Um, I have one, I have a hasted action left and I'd say probably about 40 move speed left, like move distance. Um, so if possible, I would like to run over and try really hard to help Maeve get that thing open. Okay, you run over and uh, roll strength. All right, uh, as I'm rolling strength, I'm gonna say, Maeve, those things are no joke. We need to get you out of here right now. Uh, and rolling strength, that is an, oh my God. That is an 18, 18 uh, minus one. So that's a 17. Fun fact, you succeed. You uh, go in and you you may not be the strongest fellow, but you are a fully grown adult. So like you- <laughs> Makes all the difference. Well, yeah, you know, like a child versus like, uh, anyways, it takes you a lot of effort, but you do manage to yeah. like pull that panel, pry that panel open. And uh, uh, there it is, the crystal glowing with a lot of power. Important to note, there is like a control console, like hanging on hanging on the edge you see that like kaiser is like uh pointing one of the motes of light at the console and one at the crystal it seems he is gonna try to blow it up before like you like you know completely depower the machine as it were yeah oh geez uh and that's that is oh, I, oh, I, I i have exhausted ev i think every single thing i could do on this turn aside from like a reaction but i don't think there's anything to react to so uh yeah that's bait's turn bait basically is screams to Maeve, she's got to get to safety. And as soon as they open the thing, sees the moats, and that's it. He's on the floor below, and the flumps are coming at him. And he realizes that, like, he can't uh, focus on the console right now, because 
flumps are coming at him. Let's see, one of the flumps attacks. What kind of damage can they do? Not you much. Really... <laughs> They're mostly like a stun thing. Set flumps to stun. They actually, I think they fart is like their one of their main attacks. Yeah, their actions are tendrils and stench spray. They can only stench do stench spray, spray once, once per day. Oh, but there's six six gouts of stench spray, my my good sir. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, it uses the stench spray. How much damage does that stench spray do exactly? So it doesn't do damage, but he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. So if all six of them are doing it, that is six DC 10 saving throws you need to pass. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's... Let's see here. Uh, so like they like use their all six of them use their stench spray and like uh, uh, you would think like that like fate fate ability that lets that was like keeping them immune from you guys would be keeping them protected, but it's not because these are created by wild magic. They are unaffected. Even by the demigod of order cannot predict maximum flump and six times stench spray. Yeah. Anyways, one. My God. He, he lost on the first one with an eight. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. You are coded for uh, 1d4 hours. Uh, they don't do damage, but you are poisoned as long as it and lasts. Stinky. Uh, and other creatures are poisoned while within five feet of you. And you uh, can wash yourself off. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I should note that he also failed a second time. I don't know if that really affects much, but, you know, he failed two out of six. Uh, anyways, uh... Well, That's what so is funny about this, and this may not matter, but you could say because he's coded for 1d4 hours, you could just <laughs> add a d4 for every single failure. Man. <laughs> like a skunk uh, spraying you in the eye, it's like kind of a blinding. It's like, ah! And uh, he like casts Crown of Stars and like one of the moats fires at the uh, lumps. Oh, that's lame. So, since he's poisoned, he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay, Hot let's see. damn. Wow, that, yeah, no, uh, fi 15 and a nat one. Fun, fun, fun. So, so, uh, uh one, one of the modes of light, like, actually, like, demolishes, like, uh, several more columns. And, like, uh, now, like, the building's, like, uh, going down, uh, you know? Uh, Don't like you that. are in in the middle of a uh, of a falling building, as it were. I got a question, Chowder. What happened in yeah. future when, when tower go down? Can I? <laughs> oh, fuck. What, what be happening in present times? Because I'm at the top of a tower currently. <laughs> I mean, we do know that the past to future thing is not 100% causal, and Galagath is now free, so you have a lot of wiggle room how you want to call this. What, what is happening? Prison, that is okay you see like, like the area around you start to fade and you and like you're starting to fall uh, i'll let you like react back that the floor below you is disappearing does all of it seem to be disappearing including like the area that galagath is currently standing yes yes all of it is like disappearing including the area uh, that galagath is disappearing you all see this the, think like in back to the future where like Marty's like fade, fading away. Yeah, it's all starting to fade. It's uh, starting to fade. It doesn't happen all at once. And but like seeing this, yeah. so, seeing this, I will react and cast a feather fall on the three of us. All the all the people that are here. All right, all right. You cast feather fall on th yeah three of you guys, and uh, you're all like 
uh, floating downwards, but you are like really high up, so like I, I don't think Feather Ball. Yeah, you fall uh, sixty. It's it lasts for a minute, and you fall sixty feet per round. So, so I guess a total of three hundred and sixty feet, and I can cast it again. I can cast it multiple times, yeah. I suppose. I uh, I'm not even gonna bother with the math. I'm just <laughs> gonna. But but yeah, I'm just gonna say Featherfall. It will keep you from getting hurt because I don't feel like thinking about it. Uh, anyways, uh, I guess like since you're not really fighting anything, you can just kind of. Uh, if you have anything you want to say, I'm gonna look over at Lot. Be like, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> Saving the world. As the very building you were standing on starts to fade. You see the world, and it is warping, bending in and on itself as the actions of the past are now changing the nature of where you are now. This moment in time is now changing. Reality is uh, warping, and uh, you can't make out what it looks like. Your actions in the past has uh, been affecting this moment. While all of this stuff is occurring, Locke is going to, like, grab onto... Um Colt's hand and like just hold his hand. Aww. You can see like Colt's a little surprised by it, but he's, he starts to smile. My I almost got a little misty at that. <laughs> that's that's great. So I'm gonna uh, cut to Maven Bait. Bait. Uh, uh, what what do you guys do? Maven's turn is before me, but I am wiped from trying to rip the thing open and and stuff. And I'm guessing she's closer to the crystal. I'm just gonna be while it's her turn saying like. Get out of here now! Mabe, what do you do? Well, here's the thing. If I stop concentrating on haste, we're both screwed. So... <laughs> That's true! <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that, like, if you break concentration on haste, you can get off a spell on the crystal to bring you to the present. Like, like whatever action breaks the concentration, you'll count as having taken effect. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I could cast a cantrip on it, but I... Then you can't, yeah, then you can't bring bait. Okay. Bait's right next to me then? Yeah. Okay. Do I actually have to cast a spell, or do I just burn a spell slot to use the crystals? Just burn a spell slot. You don't actually have to, like, cast a spell. Oh, well... Yeah, Featherfall, that'd be pretty clutch right now. I have shield, <laughs> but, you know, I guess... Uh, I'll, I'll try casting shield and reaching out and grabbing the crystal in an attempt to try to transport it, me, and bait at the same time, all while still hasted. <laughs> all right. You, what could go wrong? You you do that, oh, and like uh, crystal takes you to the present. Maeve, bait, you flash to the present, and there's no building to be your floor, so you are falling to the ground. Am I still concentrating on this spell as we pass through to the present? You're no longer concentrating on haste. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm we can't move or take actions as a wave of lethargy sweeps over us. Every single adventure, every single time, <laughs> Bates gotta fall. If if I am able, I, I don't know if anybody else has Featherfall prepared, I will cast Featherfall again, and it should be able to cover everybody. It's not a concentration spell, so it's just kind of a thing that I do. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can. I don't think the casting time on that, the casting time on that is like instantaneous, or? Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's instantaneous reaction type dealy. Combat's over, so, uh, you know, I'm treating this like story and role-playing stuff now. Everyone is now floating to the ground. You, uh, hit the ground with a thump, but not a painful thump. And you see the world around you change. 
the time corrupted island that you've been traveling on is now changing and it takes on a new form the aftermath of a battlefield uh, the present isn't an island anymore but but like more resembling kind of land you were walk walking on in the past but it is like the destroyed scarred battlefield you're all like looking up at the sky and like you see Arlen and Osmeros walk up to you guys and say it's been a while looks like we'll have some catching up to do Bait scrapes himself up to his feet and smiles and looks back and forth and says what is it what changed what's do you know if anything changed what do you recall What's happening? What's happening? And he just looks around bewildered at what's ha at the fact that it's not a broken island anymore, but an intact bunch of land. Arlen starts to explain to you guys. After you guys left for the Salt Spire, I had an idea. I couldn't go back to the past. People who aren't from this island could. I decided to find one of the corpses of the people I killed. I put a crystal on that corpse. And I cast a spell on the crystal so the corpse would go into the past. And on that corpse, I put keys, plans to help get as many druids off this place as I could. D did you say that you killed this guy before? Remember in the beginning when, like, the mage lords were saying, Hey, we sent people on this island and, like, they would not come back. Okay. That makes sense. Piece that together. Yeah. Like a future corpse. You sent a future corpse to the past. Yeah, a present corpse to the past. And, like, you know, I positioned it so that it would appear in Osmeros' jail cell. And Osmeros says, I looked at the plans and I started an evacuation. And we saw the tower collapse. And, you know, when something that big goes down, it uh, causes a lot of collateral damage. But we were able to get the people out and think we're gonna have to like cross notes to figure out what has and hasn't changed because I'm sure from your guys' perspective, this world is very- Yeah, Bait is like brought to tears and like slumps to his knees overwhelmed that like the, the thing that he wanted most in the world to like reunite with Osmeros and save his people instead of having run away and left letting, letting them all die or get trapped. Like this is- the ultimate relief bait has been looking for i guess i should ask are we in the are we in the past or are we in the present or are things merging in a way that we can't quite parse you are currently in the present osmeros then says it's not all good uh let, <laughs> let's just say the emperor's still around the mage oh please. the mage lords are still around uh while we have prevented whatever disaster you were hinting at. Other things have occurred. Bait is gonna stand, like wipe his eyes, stand up and say, at least you're here too. So we can figure it out together. And he's gonna turn to Locke and Colton Maven and say, for all the hardship I may have put upon you, I cannot thank you enough for this. And whatever awaits you, I, wish you the absolute best and if ever I have the chance to help you again I will but it sounds to me like I might have another fight to take right now well well it's 
That's tough to see you go, Beta. Osmeros, could I talk to you for a bit? I have just so much to tell you uh, about uh, Bait. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's a real piece of shit. You should probably do something about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> come, come, lock, lock. Let, let's, fill, let's fill Osmeros in about Bait's... <laughs> I don't know how druids discipline each other, but... I think he's due for a spanking. Not one of Osmeros' patented spankings. <laughs> <laughs> well, while while Bates getting his spanking, I guess we gotta figure out what we're going to do. If this means what I think it does, Locke, your family may still be around. You know, Maeve, you might not be a murderer anymore. I look at Colt directly in the eyes. Colt, I'll always be a murderer. <laughs> I guess Florence is still in the brig of that Kahootak guy? Or are we ditching? I mean, I don't mind ditching Florence, to be honest. She's kind of mean. Um, I'll be honest, I really don't know what, what the heck just happened, but, um, it seems like things might work out. Like, I, I don't know. This, this is kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I've got to ask about the local tax policies, but it could be a much brighter future for all of us. Osmanos, uh, what's what? Do you taxes? Are uh, taxes still a thing? Uh, I mean, depending on, like, I guess whatever the laws of whatever area you are depends what their choices on taxes are. But oh, there is still work to be done. Then <laughs> <laughs> Maeve makes a good point that we should probably get Florence out of that predicament. I didn't say that, but I'll take credit for it. You said it now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go to bed. I'm tired. Oh, somebody's feeling a little feisty. I just said I wanted to take a nap, but okay, let's go. All right, we'll take a nap. Good God. So cranky. Didn't even cast any spells. <laughs> Bait overhears that and says, all right, uh, I would gladly join you. One last nap for the road, and we'll see what this new world brings tomorrow, eh? The view from the mountaintop is vast, beautiful, but wholly unfamiliar. The frozen waves that surround this island give way to grassy highlands as time settles into a new reality. Your story is far from over. This once desolate place has been given a second chance thanks to you. The highlands stretch out into the horizon. What lies beyond them? A new age. The possibilities are infinite. What the fuck? So did you just reverse the cataclysm so now that there is no Badlands, quote unquote? There is that what we just did? The <laughs> we don't I mean, know. Like the the you, Badlands you, you as you know. know it. Chowder, I'm gonna ask you not to say anything concrete here. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. I'm I'm not anything I say from this point forward is not concrete. I have lost my powers at the DM. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, in my mind's eye. 
the idea, like the Badlands still exist. They just don't exist in the same form as you know it. Mm-hmm. They're more like the meh lands, like meh, yeah, meh. <laughs> No, they're no, not good, like, but they're not bad either. The mostly okay lands. The the fine lands. They're like the fine lands, yeah. 